Welcome, everybody. Uh, welcome back to the CTH podcast, episode number nine, the Coach's Training Hub. Um, today, we have a very, very, very special guest. I usually say very special, but I'm going to put three varies in there today. Uh, Pascal Zuberbuehler, who's a member of the FIFA Technical Study Group, and also a former Switzerland international who my country has faced in 2006. We talked about this when we first met. Um, couple months ago um he was on the winning side in that game um switzerland versus korea in the 2006 world cup so we didn't like him much then but we actually like him now um so and that's all that matters <laughs> and without further ado i'm gonna introduce you to mr pascal Zuberbuehler. Zubi, how are you um long time no see how's everything going um what what what's it like traveling around the world um just following fifa tournaments how how, how is it my man Hey, Steve. Uh, hi, guys. Hi, everyone. Uh, very privileged to be on uh, your call again here. Always great to see you, Steve. But don't talk about 2006 anymore. We are talking about the future. Yeah, this is uh, this is history. Yeah, I like always to talk to yeah. you guys, especially in Korea, to see uh, the progressing. And uh, also, especially when we are talking about uh, goalkeepers. Yes. And as you mentioned, mm -hmm. you're right. I'm uh, traveling around the world. Uh, came back now from Indonesia from a very interesting under 17 World Cup. And now in a few days, uh, I will travel to the, to Saudi Arabia, to Jeddah for the club World Cup. And I'm looking very much forward to all these uh, competitions to see, to study with the st technical study group, with my colleagues, um, and, uh, from the uh, performance and the inside team. It's fantastic to have this possibility. And I'm really privileged to do all this work. Yes, and the FIFA Club World Cup, obviously another tournament that we're very much looking forward to. Um, can Manchester City win their first Club World Cup? That's going to be another interesting point. So what what are some things before? I mean, we have we have to be on the podcast today to primarily talk about the Under-17 World Cup, some of the findings there, um, goalkeeping at youth level that we can that we can sp speak with what Zubi about. But Let's let's preview the Club World Cup just a little bit. What are some things, you know, from 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 your perspective as a member of the FIFA Technical Study Group, what are some things that you're looking forward to in the in the upcoming um Club World Cup? You know, Club World Cup is something very interesting, I have to say really. They are uh, uh, the 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 host team uh, there uh, is now Alitihad and uh, we are looking forward to have them there of course a very good team and especially then all Champions League winner from the sixth confederation and uh, this is always great to make a comp uh, compare the, the the goalkeeper the playing style from those teams uh, of course uh, uh, we have very good teams there, and as you mentioned, uh, to see Manchester City uh, live uh, there in Saudi Arabia will be uh, fantastic to observe. Also, is uh, we know all that Pep Guardiola wants to win every title, what he can win, yeah. Uh, but uh, competition is uh, is on a high level. Uh, we have uh, from a CAF Champions League winner is uh, Al Ali Egypt, uh, a very strong team, and uh, with my. Uh, with my colleagues there in the in the coaching staff, uh, where I played together in Grasshopper Club Zurich with Marcel Kohl, and the staff is also full uh, of Swiss ex-players. This is very interesting to follow, and uh, of course um, um, also with the Comeball team. Uh, it's 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 a strong competition, and uh, okay, 
is only one game more or less it's a very short short uh, competition with seven games at, at all and uh, it's 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 interesting to follow um and i have to say to to have a little bit a teaser from the world football right now the modern world football right now to see where they are staying yeah definitely a very interesting time for fifa club world cup as well because we're in the process of um you know possibly seeing the competition being expanded um so we're at a very 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 interesting um uh, stage um so the club world cup coming up this month actually we're days away from it so um all the football fans can look forward to it but subi you just got back from indonesia the under 17 world cup and i believe you were there throughout the tournament um to analyze you know the 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 the, the games during the tournament um just so that before we get into the goalkeeping at the, the aspect of under 17 world cup what were some of the general feelings you had from this edition of the tournament or there some of the differences because i'm assuming this isn't your for this wasn't your first um under 17 world cup coverage um so what what were some of the things that you found really interesting um for for this edition of the under 17 world cup in indonesia steve we had uh, a fantastic a fantastic under 17 world cup why i mentioned fantastic because um first of all in indonesia the country full of uh, football experts right. the supporters they love the football there it's fantastic to work with the indonesian people and also here from my side big compliment and thanks for this uh, fantastic host uh, i have to say this uh, because it was brilliant but then under 17 world cup uh, steve for me first of all years ago we always uh, were talking about yeah yeah under 17 the little ones huh? we have the little <laughs> ones here yeah the little ones they are learning the little ones they have to learn this etc etc changed finish right. full stop under 17 is now the age who they are already in their club on the daily business get involved in the first team and this is uh, is the modern football. Eh? We are not talking uh, massive anymore about the under twenty World Cup, eh? but the under seventeen World Cup is mm -hmm. now crucial. This is crucial, and that's why also we made the decision in FIFA that we make uh, this uh, this tournament every year. And this is uh, uh, fantastic because those people they love and they need these young football players. They love and they need to play uh, a World Cup or competition every year. And uh, for me, and this tournament was clear uh, to see how they are already technically and also tactically, they are very, very good um, uh, uh, here in the mental uh, direction. They are already playing on a very high level. Uh, 10 years ago, there you saw already a little bit the mess. Uh, he's running from left side to right side. Another player is uh, making something crazy. But now, uh, it's also from the progressing from the from the coaching side. I would say uh, it's it's great to see and to feel. Wow, under seventeen, this is the crucial crucial age to go and to make the next step into the first team in your uh, club. And that's what I find to be really interesting, um, especially you know during 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 this tournament. I mean, you mentioned it right there. Uh, nowadays, you look at the top level under 17 players in that age group they've pretty much been exposed to first team football you know at the at the, at the highest level in their whether it's you know in their respective countries or players you know playing abroad 
that's what I find to be very interesting. So, like, before we really get into it, well, another question that I want to ask you is, I've heard recently, and I've spoken about it with a few few other people in football as well, but, you know, when we look at a player like Neymar, apparently he's played over 200 games as a teenager. Um, Do you feel like, you know, obviously, you know, a young player being exposed to, you know, higher level competition, we would assume naturally that helps them to a certain degree. But when we have players who are starting to play hundreds of games when they're teenagers at the very top level, at professional level, what, what are some of your opinions on that? Like, is that something that you would encourage uh, more in, in, in football? Like, is that something that definitely helps the players or is the is it kind of better to tone it down a little bit because you know a heavy exposure in the long term you know could could have some negative effects on the players what what what's your opinion on that steve very good points what you mentioned already now and uh to to to, to bring this all a little bit together uh, the world is turning in every direction yeah mm -hmm. okay but uh, in the football the football direction it's turning very fast we are on the under 17 world cup now or the under 17 level is a crucial topic because the players are already get trained in many many countries fantastic yeah there are so many players you see the game understanding the the the, the tactical the technical uh, they are very very much uh, on a, on a, already on the highest level important now on this age is that they are playing competition they are playing uh, uh in a good league they are playing they get pushed they get trained in the right direction they play also tournament in their country etc etc but this point is not everywhere around the world happens right now you know we saw so a lot of individual fantastic players on this uh on this uh, tournament and uh, it's clear also the interest from scouts from the biggest biggest uh, uh, club they went there in indonesia and you see they are well they are full excited about those players uh important clear uh, that they get trained clear that they get um, um they have good agents around them this is a very important surround from them because those players under 17 they are in a in a direction now hey i have the chance to sign a professional contract in a top club Okay, and therefore they need to get really, really protected from good people. And this also, we know, you know, everybody knows this. This is not every time happens. Huh? Okay, for us FIFA, it's important that we give every those players or talents or even younger talents, we give them the chance to get on this point. Uh, that's why our new uh, talent development scheme program, what is Arsene Wenger, Wenger bringing on 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 the on on the world now? This is something we have and we want to create in FIFA. And this is something where uh, FIFA is paying a lot of uh, uh, money for this, and we want to go in with now FIFA academies around the world because not in every member association they have a competition for those young players. Not every. A member association they have a, 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 a tournament or something like this but what they have everywhere there are talents around the world and now it's up to us fifa we want 
to scout them. We want to train them. We want to train them in the best direction. We want to show them their pathway and that they are able to play with their national team than also an under 17 World Cup. Because under 17 World Cup, this is already linked to the first team. Yeah. And this is our work from FIFA and with our president, also Gianni Infantino. He is supporting this massively because we want to give everybody the chance to get developed in the right direction. Under 17, again, is an age where they are already linked to the first team in their club. And this is uh, this is unbelievable to see. Uh, four years ago, 2019, when I uh, uh, um, went in Brazil for the Under-17 World Cup already there, uh, we saw a lot of uh, uh, fantastic skills. But even now, for me, it's even more heavier now to see so many players they are fantastic. Now it's up to us also to follow them. What is the next step? What is the where they are going? Where they are getting developed? Eh? Because now is a crucial age. Eh? Do not lose their mindset. Eh? I'm a professional player. I sign a new contract. There are all a lot of things around. FIFA can't can't protect in every direction. But we are doing now with our program a massive a massive impact around the world. Eh? Right. Right. And the next question I wanted to ask you was, I mean, once upon a time, you were also a 16, 17-year-old playing football, right? <laughs> so what I wanted to ask you was, when you, comparing then to now, I know it's a really d difficult comparison, but let me ask you this. How much has goalkeeping at the under-17 level, um, how is it now compared to when you were a player in this in this age group? This is a great question. So if you know, uh, to compare under 17 a football uh, from in my age mm -hmm. and under 17 football now, the gap is too too big. It has changed completely me completely. Uh, the speed, the game knowledge, the 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 the, the, the training session, uh, the individual session, this changed completely. One thing about goalkeeping didn't change, Steve. One point. You know which point was it? To save oh. balls, to save balls. You know this didn't change. A goalkeeper is still today a goalkeeper where he needs to save the ball. Okay, this is one thing. But if you go a little bit more deeper, yeah, a goalkeeper in the modern team, in the modern football, he's a he's a he's a he's a player, an outfield player. He is uh, uh, offering himself to receive the ball. About offering, I will talk to you after and show you uh, fantastic uh, statistics. By the way, and I ask myself, hey, hey, play the ball to me. You receive the ball. You have to make the right decision. Do I play now the ball through? Do I play now the ball around, uh, beyond, uh, onto, etc. This is a feeling and the game intelligence where the goalkeeper needs to have in 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 the modern and the modern football. It doesn't mean that we all the generation we were not intelligent enough. Eh? Eh? But uh, today you are training much more with the team. You are training day in day out with the team. Eh? In my age, eh, I was always on the on the other field, on the other side, and uh, I trained there with my goalkeeper coach, and that is full stop. But mm -hmm. this change completely and the speed and the power and the pace from 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 the football under 17 world cup this changed dramatically in the last uh, 10 20 years you know like you said if the game speeds up right if the game is a lot faster for goalkeepers 
what what are what are some of the biggest adjustments that you make as a goalkeeper when the game speeds up? Because you're, you know, obviously for the goalkeeper, you spend most of your time inside your own box, but goalkeepers nowadays are obviously a lot more involved in open play than 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 in the past. So when the game speeds up, when the game is faster and it's played at a at a higher tempo, what are some of the biggest adjustments that from a goalkeeping standpoint that has to be made? The decision-making, Steve, the decision-making as a goalkeeper to read everything, uh, to open up here, not only the tunnel tunnel view. No, you need to feel, is my defender nearer to me than the opponent? Uh, that means for me, I don't need to go out in this area, outside the box. Uh, this, this intelligence to know I need now to defend the zone, inside the box and outside the box, or I need now to defend only the goal. Or the third part is I have to offer myself to be the extra player. Yeah. And those, those intelligence, those reading is so important. And I show to my eyes because this perception from the game, this you have to train also for the goalkeeper, especially. Eh? Um, years ago, you have only your tunnel view. Now, now you have different situation. You have to open up your body, your body position on a corner, on a on a set play. You have to open up your body. You have to see everything. What's going on around me? You see, still goalkeepers, they are fantastic eh, in 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 certain uh, skills, but they are not able to read the game properly. And this is the intelligence from a goalkeeper, especially with perception, uh, where the ball could come, where the opponent are. And this is something very interesting because a goalkeeper to train today is a huge, huge topic. You have a massive list. Uh, I need to train with my goalkeeper this, I have to do this, I have to do that. You can't train everything. But finally, you have to give your goalkeeper always the feeling, hey, you are a goalkeeper still, you know? not only playing out yeah important important the coaches what they want the head coach the head coach they want my goalkeeper as a player yeah this is the first important thing you as a goalkeeper coach is important now that you also uh, train your goalkeeper not only to be the player uh, also to be the goalkeeper what is nicer what is the most nice uh, moment for a goalkeeper when he saves in the last minute a fantastic a shot uh, uh, and he make a fingertip save. This is the most beautiful situation for a goalkeeper still. And this is important for every goalkeeper coach, for every head coach, that this is inside their mind. Right. And, you know, prior to the Under-17 World Cup, about, about a week before the tournament, I had a chance to interview the Korea Under-17 national team head coach, uh, Pyeong Jong-hwan. And what he told me was, he gave me a very interesting breakdown of what he thinks um, each player, as they grow up and they're going through these different age groups, the skills that they would have to develop in particular age groups. For example, you know, to, 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 to make it brief, you know, at under 14 level, he said that the players have to have um, individual quality is, is, is one of the most important things, as in, you know, you may not be fully aware of the tactical um requ requirements that would that that he would be he would be asked to have once he moves up to higher levels but at the under 17 level um it's about starting to learn how to play with the rest of the team but he 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 warned me that it won't be perfect at this age group but once you reach the under 20 level 
that's when you kind of have to master your ability to play um, a, a, a collective 11 on 11 game. So what I wanted to ask you, Subi, was when a goalkeeper, when you have a goalkeeper who may be promising, who may be an average goalkeeper um, growing up, you know, going through the under 14 age group, the under 15, 16, 17 and higher. In this age group in particular, in under-17 age group, what are some skills that you think that a goalkeeper in this age group should 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 work on before he moves on to higher level of competition in, 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 in older age groups? You know, you never, you never uh, learn enough. Uh, you have always to learn. Even if you are already a professional goalkeeper uh, with 25 years, even if you are 31 uh, years old and you play on the highest level, you never, you never are perfect. This doesn't, doesn't uh, happen. Important in the younger age, as you mentioned, of course, important for me is how my goalkeeper or the team or the players individual how they deal with negative moments in the field with negative moments in a game uh, like uh, i fail now as a goalkeeper oh my god what a mistake and we lose because about my mistake or two mistakes this is important that in the younger age you have coaches you have uh, goalkeeper coaches individual coaches they they are there around you and teach you this also and help you also to come back eh? on the field. There happens mistakes. This is normal. Also in the top level, you have uh, moments where you make a mistake as a goalkeeper, especially this happens, this happens. But then it's important eh, as a goalkeeper coach, eh, are you, how are you able to bring your goalkeeper back in the good? in the good confident position because a goalkeeper needs to be confident yeah i know i made a mistake i have to switch off because during a, a game uh, you make a mistake you concede the goal straight away you have to switch switch on again and this is important especially in the younger age if you make this progress you can see you're getting better you're getting better you make another mistake but you can deal it straight away better and those situation is important and especially also from the coaching side it's important in this younger age if he makes a mistake not to let him straight away on the side bring a new one in and the other one we don't take it anymore because like this you take the 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 power, the spirit, the positivity from a player who wants to, to be a professional uh, player soon, uh, you kill him completely. And this is not good. For me, important to surround from the coach, the staff, the goalkeeper coach. Uh, 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 this is important in this age that you that you teach them. But hey, under 17, Steve, under 17 is already an age. They are, they are linked to the first team. Right. You, you have, we have many examples in the top top league, in the top uh, clubs. They are already playing 16 years old players in the first team, you know. And important then, of right. course, how you teach them, how you take them. Uh, how uh, can you bring them forward in the next step uh, without losing the floor under the feet? Because they're thinking now I'm... I'm already a superstar, you know. This is this is the, the crucial pathway, individual, to bring them up. No, so, you know, going back to the subject that we were on as we were starting our conversation today, 
you know, you you just mentioned again the players being exposed to first team football at such a young such a such a young age. Let me ask you in a in in a little bit of a different way. Then, you know, when you look at a team like Korea, you know, I was able to see a lot of talented players. Actually, a lot of uh, players with great individual qualities. You know, even it, it wasn't it was a difficult tournament for Korea. Obviously, looking at it from a result standpoint, because they lost all three games, but I was able to see some really promising players in, in on, you know on that team. But what I wanted to mention was none of the Korean players have been anywhere near being exposed to first team level at their at, at, at their clubs because the way the structure is set up in Korea, you know, obviously at this age group for these players to attend schools is very, very important. So it's difficult for them to play professionally in this in, in, in this age group. But when you look at some of the opponents that Korea played against, like the USA or France, even Burkina Faso, they had players who've been exposed quite heavily to top level football whether it's there in their respective countries or abroad so for teams that don't have that kind of experience in this age group do you feel like the players on those teams lag behind some of the players that are playing that are already playing a first team football at their clubs like what, what what's your what's your opinion on that that discrepancy between between these two types of of, of young players at this age group? yes that's uh, Steve. That's correct. What you mentioned now, you know, we have uh, examples from teams. They have no chance to 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 get uh, uh, close to the to the to the first team in their uh, member association. Uh, but but we have also uh, you know uh, fantastic individual players, um, and they never had the chance in their country to be uh, to be uh, or to play regularly in a in a in a in a great league. Yes, we have fantastic, fantastic teams or individual players. For them, it's important, especially in those tournaments, in World Cups, when they have the chance to show up themselves to bring myself to the carousel. Uh, because if I show me up uh, in a great direction, you have a lot of people around the world who are watching you, and maybe you have the chance to make the next step in another league somewhere to show up. Uh, it's clear it's not for every team uh, easy. Of course, for the for the Europe teams, uh, it's a little more easier. They are on the on the carousel, full observed from the scouting, etc. But also from the from the from the cup teams, you know, Senegal had unbelievable individual players. Mali showed up a great football, etc., etc. Also, your team, also your team, uh, showed for me a, a great attitude, a great football knowledge, and also a great team spirit. And especially again, then uh, again, your goalkeeper, he was fantastic. He was fantastic. Now he goes back now in his club and he's training there and he's, he's progressing there. And the important is now that the coach is there, his goalkeeper coach, his head coach, that they train him uh, to make him uh, better and better and better. And when the chance is coming, like you are playing in a, in a World Cup, you need to take this chance. This is already in the under 17. World Cup in the under-17 level, very important.